0: This is the Man in a Room podcast. This is Man in a Room. It is a podcast. welcome to this episode of man in the room how is it going it's going lovely it's going to be autumnal isn't it it's like um i don't know it's like you know the fact that the summer is definitely gone it's getting cold you're gonna need some gloves you need a hat a nice sort of coat a nice thick coat to protect you you know you know we are gonna need this it's not quite cold enough um that ice is gonna form so you've got to just enjoy that sort of wetness and stuff i don't know the smell of the mulching leaves and all that just wrapping up warm stews oh favorite time of the year it really is i mean i like summer don't get me wrong but british summer oh don't get me started it's like is it sunny or is it going to rain probably going to rain uh so that's generally the rule um summer so at least with autumn you know that it's going to be cold it's a it's one of those seasons uh well we have basically two seasons we have you know crap weather and occasionally some sun <laughs> in the summer but yeah anyway i'm waffling on here about nothing um today i want to talk to you about notebooks and i've had notebooks now for so many years like i think the first time i've ever had a notebook was when i was about 11 or 12 it was the first sort of one that i had and uh the the thing was is that it's basically a school book and we had these uh school books called rough books They're these are things or a draft book but we used to call it a rough book because basically like a You'd make your notes, as so say for example, you want to make notes, you make notes in your rough book, and then uh, you'd write it up um, on the, with uh, you know, the teacher, you know. Anyway, so you keep making notes in the in your posh book, as it were. So anyway, um, I didn't use it for that. I used it for doodling and stuff like that, and I've always loved the idea of just having doodles and just basically ideas and especially just jotted down. I always write stuff in bits of paper and that kind of stuff, but uh, notebooks is where it's at, and um, so I'm very specific about the the notebooks I have because I like them all to match, because I'm a bit w- weird. Uh, but that's just a thing that has happened over the years. I like a notebook and I stick to it, and it's a sky, and I've got so many of them. It's actually ridiculous. I want to go through them all right now because that'd be ludicrous. Um, but it's always fascinating just to flick through these things because it's like a uh, it's just it's just a little it, it just encapsulates a certain time of my life. Like uh, you know, this year has been a bit of a, a bit of a rough one, really. And uh, but it has been the, the the year I've brought back this show, and so it's, it just makes me happy that I've got like a record of all the stuff that I was talking about and this kind of stuff. And um, as I mentioned, I'm very specific about stuff, uh, the way I do things. Like I wouldn't say like oh I have to like, use a ruler. I'm very I'm not a perfectionist or anything like that. I like making notes, but I also like making notes in a very specific uh, manner, as in I have to use a black pen. Uh, because I don't see the point of blue pens ever. There's no point in blue pens. Why are you writing in blue? Explain to me what is the what is the actual point of writing in blue? There's no reason for writing in blue. If someone can tell me the point of blue pens, please reach out. Because there's just no need for it. Yeah. Either that or I use a pencil. Now, a pencil is obviously the same color each time, so it doesn't really matter. But pencils are okay as well because it's the same sort of. Isn't the same gradient as, uh, you know, it's the same gradient as black. So, uh, yeah, so I like having that. But then also occasionally we like use colouring pencils. Again, they can be whatever colour. But blue pens don't, don't see the point. And the reason why I bring this up, actually, is because the other day I was around my mum's and dad's house and uh, I couldn't find a pen. And... So, I reached. I looked around for a pen and this kind of stuff. and My mum handed me a pen. It's one of those pens that, uh, it's like a clicky pen. You know when you click it down, like like that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's it's. So I started writing with it, and it was blue. I I like, are "You joking me? I've had this actual notebook here, what I've been using, right since I got the actual date because it's written down. Had this since." June, no, no it's not June, uh, give me a second, I think it is, there's no year, June uh, 2018, and uh, it's always been black pen. Then I suddenly used the blue one. I thought, are you joking me? Why? Why? This blue is not making me feel good. I was like, this isn't good at all. I mean, that's no, that's no. now my notebook's all ruined in my head. I'm going to put it in the bin. Not want to do that, but it's just uh, one of those things. I, I literally flicked for it. it was like looking for a different colour pen, pen, pen. It's all black, 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 and at the very, very end of the book, blue. But yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm gonna um basically, uh, you know, take a little sip of tea, which obviously means <sighs> it's time for. Tarot and tea, it's beverage and divinity, ooh. So basically, uh, the time of the show where I do a tarot reading whilst reviewing a cup of tea. Now, you may have noticed there's a bit of a theme in this episode, which is, you know, it's one of those things I do try occasionally. And that is a colour blue. The colour blue is uh, very heavily implied in this episode. So, I'm drinking, ready for this, blackcurrant and blueberry by Twinings. absolutely love blueberry tea I swear it's one of my favorite teas it's just like perfectly fruity and just like oh anyway I've had this one before anyway so uh I do recommend a bit of that um anyway I'm going to shuffle the cards shuffling said cards here we go eyes down for a full else, as it were right so the way this is going to work I'm going to draw three cards past present and future so the past is uh, for well. It's to be fair, it's not for anyone specifically. It's like so. This may fit for you. It may not. Just enjoy the reading, as it were, because that's the best way of doing it. Um, so yeah, this may this may ring bells for you. You want to send me some energy? Do it right now. Okay, sweet. Thank you. Um, so this if this past sounds similar. This might be you. Oh, here we go. Straight in with it. The ten of wands. The Ten of Wands. So the Ten of Wands, this guy is basically carrying ten wands. And um, he's, I'll, I'll be honest, he's struggling somewhat. But he's managing. He's struggling with it. Um, he's wearing like a red tunic with tights, boots, and he's got blonde hair. He looks a bit... He's actually reminiscent of uh, Prince Adam from He-Man. But obviously, Prince Adam wouldn't have that much trouble. So if you weren't He-Man in the past, this might be you. Yeah? Um, oh, dearie me. So the present, it is the Four of Swords. So uh the Four of Swords presently, uh, it's basically the card is a person laying down in a church, I'm going to guess in state, and there's three swords hanging above them, and there's one sword at the back. Ooh, maybe it's about uh, being stabbed in the back. Maybe if you, were pre- if you weren't He-Man, you're going to be stabbed in the back, but don't worry because three people are be- going to be there for you. Three people are going to be your bros or sisters. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's going so to go. So that's, you know, if you've got one stabby, one stabby in the back, but three friends, and you weren't He-Man, this might be for you. Right, here we go, last card. Ooh, this is a card I've never seen before. I'm actually quite excited. This is the Chariot. And uh, basically I can see here is uh, a man who looks like Roger Daltrey from The Who, uh, wearing a resplendent crown uh, in a box, a royal box, I'm going to say, um, at some sort of it's a chariot being pulled... It's a chariot being pulled by two sphinxes. One's black and one's white. And one has, I'm, I don't want to say it, uh, got got breasts um, for some reason. So the future could hold. Uh, you know, Maybe you're going to buy a new car or you're going to have some sort of motor, new, new mode of transport uh, or something like that. So basically, if you weren't He-Man uh, and you're currently being stabbed in the back by one person, but three of your buddies are there for you. Uh, you might be getting a new car, a new bike, possibly even an, a a a favorite taxi driver. We don't know, um, but yeah. So uh, that's that. That's that's to look forward to, isn't it? so very much looked forward to there. So hang on, a second, another cup of a quick sip of uh, the old uh, the old bloobs. Oh, that is nice. Anyway, this has been. Taro and tea—it's a beverage and divinity. Ah, so yeah. Anyway, I'll be back after this very short break uh, for more blue-themed things. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at maninareoom.co.uk. Okay, so more blue-themed things. Now, if you were to try to have a little bet with yourself about what the last part of the show is going to be about, about what's going to be blue, what could it be? Oh, is it the pop band Blue, potentially? Sorry to dash those hopes. It is not about uh, the pop band Blue. Never really rated them, really. I mean, they had some catchy songs and that kind of stuff, but they weren't really my bag, baby. Um, I think uh, mainly because I wasn't really into boy bands, you know? I was more into listening to The Beatles and all that kind of stuff. Oh, is it about The Beatles' Blue Jay Way? No, no, it's not about that. And it's also not about the colour blue. Well, it is. The colour blue is implied. Uh, it's about Blue Peter. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with this. This, what this is. I don't know what Blue Peter actually is, but it's a TV show in England, but it's named after something. Now, the thing is, the TV show Blue Peter is uh one of the longest running tv shows in the world it's been running since 1958 and is 62 years old and for 10 of those years i was watching it um and then i grew up and got bored of it like most people and i watched like part of an episode of it the other day i was like what is this what what is this this is so outdated it was even outdated when i was in my you know in my youth between 1989 and 1999." You may say, you're very exact about that. Why are you so exact? Because I'm able to do that. Because I was able to see which presenters that I used to watch. You see? Because there's been, over the 62 years, quite a number of presenters. And uh, so my era was uh, 1989, 1999. And I had the likes of, like I think it's like, I I don't know the names, okay? I know some of them. Uh, I know Vet Fielding was on there. I know John Leslie was on there. We won't mention him. uh we had uh, like the likes of Katie hill uh, Matt Baker, um Richard Bacon again. We won't talk about him. You will look up the past of uh, Blue Peter, you know, just look that up, but as a general, rule, they're squeaky clean kind of people, and uh yeah, it's just a very weird sort of thing to be a blue Peter presenter because it's it's actually interesting because. So in the UK, Blue Peter was like an institution, and it actually genuinely is. So basically what it was, it was started in 1958, and it was all like, okie-dokie, so let's get some wholesome fun. You can win a Blue Peter badge if you do some amazing things. There's different types of badges you can get, but they're only given to special people. It's almost like a, a kid's knighthood. You you could be knighted with a Blue Peter badge. They're very seldom given out, you see. And so if someone has a Blue Peter badge, it's like, yeah, you can actually buy Blue Peter badges online, obviously not real, and they frown upon those but there's all these different kinds of Blue Peter badges and this kind of stuff, and um, it's actually just it's quite interesting really, and um, you know, so there's all that going with it and uh, it even gives them to adults and they're like, oh you know, it's a, it's a dream come true to have a Blue Peter badge, I won't lie it'd be not amazing to have a Blue Peter badge, but I don't think that's going to happen in my life whatever, for me really, that's, I think those days are gone, unless I manage to do something amazing that impresses the Blue Peter staff. I doubt it, um but anyway, uh, there's a they used to have a garden, which is really cool. Until they got smashed up by a bunch of yobs. Somebody broke into the Blue Peter garden and they trashed it. Crazy, isn't it? Um, and uh, I said, like, I remember they. I I didn't. I think I wasn't watching it at that point. But they had to just sort of this this thing, like this sullen thing, and been like, well, all this has happened, and isn't it dreadful? And they've done this, that, and the other. They've done a poo in the greenhouse. They have weed all over everything, and it's like, oh, you know. But also, they had to. They did this thing about the the time capsule. They buried a time capsule like back in the '60s, and they dug it up all the years later. They got the original presenters to come back like 40 years later, and um, it's like oh so They they dug them up together. They had their. They did one in the '80s as well. And so they got all the presenters together. They dug them. It's like, oh, isn't it amazing? Oh, isn't it crazy? And they uh, yeah, it's actually quite interesting. All that stuff. But the main thing I loved Blue Peter for was they had pets, and I absolutely love animals, as you are well aware. I love animals like, you know, just the best thing in the world. We don't deserve them; they're just lovely, loving things. Other they, they either love you or hate you. There's no indifference, really. There is indifference, actually. You don't it, it, animals don't just attack you. Some animals, like wild animals, don't like you so much. Domesticated cats and dogs—they're like they can be indifferent dogs that are never indifferent they're just happy to see anybody really aren't they as a general rule um and it's yes yeah, they get some nutter dogs as well i don't know what we are even going on with this anyway so animals are pretty much on the level you know i like them but i get very sad about them dying it's actually a thing that i i don't choose to have pets because i can't deal when they die and it's horrible um i had a rat years ago and she has been dead longer than she was alive, and it still makes me sad that she's dead. Isn't that crazy? So, right, on Blue Peter, they used to have pets on there. On the show, they used to have pets for kids who couldn't have pets in their houses. They might live in a flat, like in a, a block, a tower, tower block or whatever. And uh, so they're able to live the life through blue peter by having these pets and see these pets just like wandering around the studio and they get featured in certain things like oh we took him to the vet or oh, we did this so oh, we're going to take him to do this take her to do this. oh you know this kind of stuff you know it's actually really cool and um i remember the one that sticks in my mind was mabel the dog because that was one because i think the other pets that were um there already uh where obviously they, they were got they were already there when I started watching, so they were all just part of the furniture. But they had a new dog. We had a new dog today. It's Mabel the dog. She had, like, different colour eyes. She had one ear that would be up and all this kind of stuff. And she was the, a different variety of dog than all the other dogs. So it was like, oh, it was a special dog, you know. And she was a rescue and all this kind of stuff, you know. So uh, I, I loved Mabel the dog, but I, I just obviously stopped watching after a few years. And I never sort of caught up with Mabel the dog. Until I started, I was on one of those weird rabbit holes that I often find myself on. And I was like, oh, Mabel the dog. Oh, no, Mabel the dog died. And I swear, I got so sad. I was like, oh, Mabel the dog. But then I was like, well, hang on a second. Mabel the dog died in like 2006 or something like that. I don't know, it was the early 2000s. Well, pre-2010, put it that way. And I was like, why am I sad about this dead dog Uh, that I never met? Um... And all that kind of stuff. You so didn't really think much of it, and I sort of got in a rabbit hole of like the different blue peter pets. Like, which ones do I remember? As I've you know, then I've, I've I found out their cats. Carrie and Oki had died. I was like, oh my god, Carrie and Oki! You never think about those blue peter pets. And it makes me really happy that uh, I think it was either like Oki or Carrie from Carrie and Oki uh, lived until they were twenty years old, and like died in like two thousand ten or something like that, which is actually really quite good. Was it two thousand ten or something like that? It was. Uh, yeah, it was a significant chunk of time. I could look it up for you, but I'm not going to. That can be a little treat for you to do, yeah? You can do that. You can look up um, that if you want, but I'm not going to do that. Sorry, just caught the headphone wire, and I apologise. It's staying in because I don't edit these things. Um, but anyway, um, so, yeah, so I've been looking up Blue Pete. It's has been pretty good. Um, quite a little... Uh, I do like, a, do like one of those... Um, Rabbit holes when you find yourself down one of those. Although I still don't quite understand why they haven't changed. think they haven't changed the name Blue Peter, but it, like I said, you know before you know, before all this started going on, I never quite understood the name Blue Peter because obviously it's named after a ship, isn't the ship was called Blue Peter? But now it makes no sense. Like oh Blue Peter, what? In, if you're from a different country and don't know what Blue Peter is, or is that the correct grammar? I don't know. But Blue Peter. You'd be like, what the heck is that? Is it someone who's called Peter and he's blue? That's weird. Oh, hang on a second. I I, I tuned in expecting to watch a man who's blue, right, called Peter. And I've got these three energetic um, youngsters jumping about being like, yay, let's go paint a bridge. Yay. Or let's go make uh, Tracy Island out of a bunch of old stuff. That's the other thing that's good about Blue Peter, to be fair. I can't just gloss over that so blue peter was also pretty good because it would teach you how to make things and um like i said oh today i'm gonna show you how to make this it's gonna on friday the craft i think it's to tell you on wednesday like the stuff that you're gonna need for the show for the friday episode so all you need is this 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 and this and this and i'll show you how to make this on on friday so you basically make it along with them and the famous oh this is what i made of. <laughs> I hate that. It's like, oh, it was a, it was some sticky back plastic and some uh, what well, wash them liquid bottles. And, oh, here's one I made earlier. Ha, ha, ha. It's like uh, Neil Buchanan and his PVA glue fetish. A bit like that, really. You know, Neil Buchanan from Art Attack who's not Banksy because there's a guy called Robin Banks. Um, he had his PVA glue. Glue Peter had sticky back plastic, which, as far as I'm aware, they never used whilst I watched. But anyway, I digress well i don't digress i also say i bid you adieu because i've been waffling on now about blue peter for way too long and uh yeah i'm just very passionate about a tv show watching as a kid for 10 years call me old-fashioned a decade of my life dedicated to watching blue peter but anyway uh i'll catch you all again next week and uh yeah have a good week and i will catch you then so uh bye who is the man where is the room It's some guy you've never heard of in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.